Stuff I Learned Yesterday, episode number 555, Silly Host Roundtable. Well, hello, my name is John McGrail. I'm Emily O'Leary. I'm Barb Rankin. And I'm Jeff Gentry. We make up the regular co-hosts for the third and final season of Stuff I Learned Yesterday. And we believe that if you're not learning, you're not living. Happy Wednesday, everyone. This is a very special episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday. It's my last entry for the podcast, and I've had the idea for a while that I wanted to gather my fellow co-hosts and talk about our silly experiences and to give a proper thank you to Daryl Darnell for creating this wonderful sandbox that we get to play in. So for today's fun facts, let's go behind the curtain and talk about a typical silly episode. For an episode that comes out for me around 12 minutes in length, it takes about three to four written pages of material, single-spaced in 12-point font. I've recorded 21 regular episodes and one Friday forum that took up the whole episode, number way 45, way, 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 way back in May of 2014. In the first season of Silly that started in February this year, I recorded all of my episodes ahead of time. But in seasons two and three, I've needed to create them as we go along. I still get a case of nerves every time I record, although it's getting better the more that I do it. <laughs> Jeff, how about you? Well, as a rule of thumb, for me, every minute of a silly episode where I'm talking, it takes about two minutes editing the audio. So it's double the length to get it everything edited. And that's in addition to about an hour or so of writing and editing. And I pre-record all my episodes except for 550. I did that one later, but I usually just pre-record them and then go back in and put in the episode number later. Good deal. Emily? Uh, fun fact. Well, I usually read the entirety of my transcript to my mom before I record. Uh, I like to run it past her because she's got that really discerning quality about her, and she helps me figure out what doesn't make sense. So that's why, you know, everything is so comprehensible when I finally get behind the mic to record it. <laughs> Can we borrow your mom? Yeah, really. <laughs> I'm sure she wouldn't mind at all. That's a great idea. I've I've not I've only run one of my episodes past anybody ahead of time. That's that's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now here's what we learned yesterday. So my idea in bringing all of us together for us to each talk about what brought us to the podcast, as well as what we've put into it and what we've gotten out of it. So to start the discussion. I'm going to pick one of my brilliant co-hosts and give them my impression of their episodes and then ask them about their process and some things about their experiences. That person, whoever I pick, will then pick the next one. And then we'll keep going from there until we come back around to me in the end. So chosen at random, I'm going to start with Miss Emily. Wow. What? <laughs> um, Emily, your episodes to me have been the most, uh, overall, the most personal journey. And I, for one, have been uh, so fortunate and blessed to 
listen and kind of walk through uh, the grieving process, which I know has been extremely personal for you and the way that you've been able to articulate it, the way that you've been able to um, put words to it um, that we can all relate to has just has meant quite a lot to me. So knowing that that's kind of where, you know, where your headspace has been in these episodes, you know, talk about, you know, what kind of brought you to that point um, in terms of wanting to, you know, articulate those things. Mm, Well, first of all, thank you very much. That means so much. I mean, probably the biggest fear I had in, in saying yes to stuff I learned yesterday was this notion that I would have to get really personal and because I, that's the only way that stuff I learned yesterday does it. I mean, since its inception, it has been all about the personal stories. It's been all about sharing your own unique worldview with whomever wants to listen. And and that was kind of just what made the decision for me. And, you know, I, I sat down and went, all right, I'm either all in this or I'm not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. you can't you can't do it halfway. You can't kind of share your grieving process. It it's it is who we are, you know, and, and I kind of realized that it was a perfect opportunity to commit to being fully present in that process. You know, you, it's so easy. You, you see people all the time lose themselves to grief and total sadness. And, and I did not want to do that. I wanted, I wanted to be able to share so much of my dad and just remember him. And now I have all of these recorded episodes where I'm talking about my dad and stuff that I can go back to and listen when, when it starts to get too hard for me too. So, I mean, it was just a journey of love, you know, just expressing that to my dad. Mm. Very, very cool. And and they've been beautiful, Emily. Mm -hmm. And I've loved, I've loved every one of them. Are there, are there any of the episodes that you've done that really stand out as man? I, I really hit a home run with that one. (laughs) You mean of my own? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Um, Just one well, where you brought, where you brought it together, and it was like, yeah, this is this is good. Yeah. Well, for for me personally, the the best discovery that I've had was I don't know if you guys remember the mistake pathways one, uh, where I was reading about, about this um, tendency our brains have to just fall into these really bad ruts, yeah. and and that it's like actually observable and and measurable, and and that the only way to get out of those ruts is to be intentional about reforming new pathways and that one has been instrumental in my own process you know and like especially in in the grieving process you know it's so easy to fall back into old habits like I was just talking before we hopped on the microphone about like tools around the house that my dad was in charge of like the snowblower. We got like a foot of snow in Minnesota here <laughs> over the weekend and, <laughs> and the snowblower is broken. And even though it's broken and my uncle has so graciously been fixing it, it's just like one of those things where you're like, okay, we have to figure out a new way to do this. And together my mom and I are taking care of things and we're just forming a new way to do stuff. And so that one personally was very important to my process. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that that I know has has kept me motivated through all the different episodes that I've done is the is the amazing feedback that the community gives us that each other, you know, that we give each other. Um, Is there a particular, you know, not piece of feedback, but was there was there a time when you got something back that you weren't expecting that just kind of blew you away? 
I think the response overall and just the total acceptance of me airing all of my dirty laundry out for everyone to hear has just been how receptive people have been to it. You know, I've just been blown away by the fact that people want to listen to me talk about my dad over and over and over and over. I mean, I don't mind, obviously, but the fact that you guys don't mind either is just I, you know, I, but I, I, I turn around and I go, the thing that drew me into stuff I learned yesterday in the first place was people telling stories about their kids and about their wives and, you know, jobs and everything. And so I, I'm not surprised when I turn it around and it's not on me. So it's just one of those odd dichotomies that I'm just very blessed and very thankful that people have been so receptive to the story that I've been sharing. So it's not very specific, but it's just like overall, it's like that's the best thing that could have happened in this process was for me to be able to share these things and make myself so vulnerable and then for it to be met with the type of reception that you guys have given me. Nice. Nice. All right. Time to turn the table. Emily, who uh, who are you going to pick on? Well, on the same note of sharing very personal stories, (laughs) uh, Barb uh, I remember really early on when you were sharing like about your mom and moving her out. Those were really interesting to me because a lot of a lot of what you go through and all three of you guys, what you guys have gone through are things that I haven't, you know, and probably will in the future, but won't for a while. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? It's life. Uh, but I guess my question for you, Barb, is um, is it is it hard to bring those to life on the podcast in ways that uh, you know that people will receive them or is there anything challenging about sharing those stories like specifically about your mom, but um, just in general? I I think that actually um, it, it helps me to deal with where she is now. Uh, she's at the point where she knows who I am about 80% of the time. And of course that's going to continue to deteriorate and I believe that it was very difficult at first to try and find my path because I didn't know anybody else who was going through the same type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then as I started sharing the story of what was happening with my mom, other people started sharing with me that, hey, what do I do? What kind of resources do I use? What are the questions that I need to ask when I'm, if I'm going to move my, one of my parents into a care facility? What are the things I need to watch out for? And so then it became easier because I thought, okay, I'm going to be able to maybe help someone and make their path a little easier than the path that I was going down because acceptance of that was was very difficult because the person is still with you and yet, in a way, they're not with you anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that made it very hard for me. Uh, but I'm, and I learned to accept it, uh, but I will tell you the first time, you know, just a couple months ago when she looked at me and she had no idea who I was, it just, it, it's kind of like a punch in the gut. And, and you, so you learn to get a little bit more, I guess, accustomed to it. That's a hard word, but you, it doesn't shock you as much perhaps as you get further down that path. And that's a little hard for me, too, because I tend to have a Pollyanna attitude about a lot of things, you know, that life is just so beautiful and we're all wearing ribbons and it's, you know, puppies and unicorns and rainbows. Life is beautiful. And yet there are so many other things that happen that we that we do have to deal with on a day to day basis. And it's not always going to be puppies and unicorns and rain and rainbows. So that's that's life. And the longer you live, the more that you see that and the more I think you have to adapt to that. Do you feel like being able to 
record your episodes on a somewhat regular basis has enabled you to process it all at a very at a at a faster pace or can can you can you see what um your process would have been like without the show i think that it probably would have been a lot tougher emily um because I'm also the kind of person who is stubbornly independent and thinks that I can handle everything when I really can't. And this has made it easier for me to say, hey, wait a minute. There are other people that are dealing with the same thing that I'm dealing with. Um, they can, I can perhaps help them, but on the flip side, they can help me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not very good about letting people help me sometimes. It's a very bad habit I have. So I think that this has helped me be a lot more accepting of that as well. That's interesting. So your your reception, uh, or the reception that you've received for your episodes, has been largely almost uh, like almost a helper. You're, you've been um, coming alongside people who are in the same situation as you. Yeah, absolutely. That is really cool, and I think that's one of the most profound things about this show is that it exposes us to so many people that we don't interact with on a daily basis. Um, that's very interesting. Does this All mean right. it's my my I think turn? It's to your p- turn, Barb. Ooh, hmm. Whom shall I pick, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeff. Now, you know, Jeff. I think one of the interesting things that you had told us is that some this your introduction, I guess, into Silly helped you get even what I think the one of the co the co host position that you have today on Golden Spiral Media. Correct or wrong? Yeah, that's correct. I've been leaving feedback for podcasts since Lost Days um, and even ventured into it a little bit, helping out on some podcasts. But it was my commitment to really be invested in the silly community to try to do a Friday forum once a month that really pushed... Uh, me over the edge and I think being there and giving that feedback and being invested helped Daryl see who I was and when uh, Spot opened up with Gotham Undercover he asked me to do that and that was a, a big challenge there and then him asking me to come on board and do the silly be one of the silly hosts was even more of a challenge so it was, but it was all about timing. By the time he asked about Silly, I was feeling like, yeah, that would be a good challenge for me to grow in my skills as a podcaster. So it was a good progression, um, but it was that challenge of being inside the Silly community and having people uh, hold each other accountable to goals and think about things that really got me pushed to try to do things better and have the equipment needed to be really um, have the ability to do and be a co-host. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Jeff, one of the things I've really enjoyed about your episodes is that I, I feel like I'm getting a slice of daily living in Americana. Emily has had so many episodes about losing her dad. I've had episodes where I've talked quite a bit about my mom and the struggles as, uh, as she deals with dementia. And with you, I feel like I'm getting normal life, um, normalcy mm-hmm. that helps kind of keep me grounded. 
and lets me know that it's it's not a crisis every day. And <laughs> and I think that's one of the things I really liked about your episodes, and you know, especially like hearing about your grandmother turning 100. Um, some of the things that were going on at the school where you taught. Mm-hmm. And what are some of your favorites that you've enjoyed sharing? Uh, it's interesting because some of the ones that I've really enjoyed sharing um, came just at a moment's notice. I was, uh, my kind of routine is to sit at a local coffee shop and write out the episode. That's kind of my creative space. And so some Saturdays I'd go in there and I'd have an idea and some Saturdays I'd go in and I wouldn't have anything. Um, But I really enjoyed the episode where I talk about storytellers um, because I do appreciate the different types of the way people tell stories and share their backgrounds and how each person has a story to tell, and that's really where silly is, is we all have value and we all have things that each other can learn from, and I really wanted to encourage others just to share what they're going through because we in the silly community get the benefit of learning from each other and hearing our life stories. We may not be the most gifted speaker. We may not have the best voice and narration, but we each have a story to tell. And so that one was uh, an interesting one for me, looking at all the people in my lives and the way that they tell stories and uh, encouraging other people to not be afraid to tell theirs. I think you managed to do that very well, Jeff. So I think that means I'm handing it off to you and you get to go pick on hmm, who's left, John. John. <laughs> uh, well, John, I really have, it's been neat. You and I live in the same state and it's been fun getting to know you through Silly. Um, but I've really been encouraged of how you've shared about um, your family life and is that something that is challenging to you? Is that something that you run by your family before you share in an episode? Mm, that's a great question. Thanks, Jeff. Um, you know, Silly has has given me an opportunity to kind of shout it from the rooftops, if you will, at least the internet rooftops, about <laughs> um, you know how um, how awesome my family is. You know, my wife of of twenty two and a half years now, and um, our four you know amazing kids. Um, not only that, but the story of how I've you know uh, found my uh, biological family and and what an amazing journey that's been. So, I have just been you know kind of overwhelmed with. Um, just with with goodness in that area, and so this has really been an opportunity for me to um, just tell everybody about it. Just anybody who'll listen, and um, it's it's easy to uh, to come up with those episodes. The the one that I, I did run um, in front of someone was was my daughter, and that's mm. um, that's the one I did here recently. Um, as um, as we're working through you know challenges together. I wanted to be sure that that she was good with with what I was sharing, and and she was. She was very supportive. Um, but just you know, just to let her know, 
just how much I'm behind her, how much that, um, you know, no matter how you feel in the middle of the struggle, that you're the only one that, that, uh, that nobody else understands because they have not been there. But, you know, I just really wanted to reinforce to her that I will always be there and, um, you know, will always be there to, uh, to back her up. So, yeah, that's the one I was thinking about, but yeah. yeah. So have you found that thanks to doing this podcast, I know that I found that my family is listening to those podcasts. Are they, any of your family members listening to the podcast episodes besides yours? <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, it's, it, it is a routine thing, you know, not so much anymore, but, um, here lately in the last few months, I should say, but especially through the early years of the podcast, I would run it every day when I, when I, uh, drove my kids to school and they would be really upset if there wasn't, you know, a time when, when we weren't doing it. <laughs> um, so whether it was Mandy or, um, Derek or, um, um, Mark or, you know, whoever the host was, they just, they really, you know, got into it. And, and I know we've had, uh, feedback and, and Friday form submissions from folks just like that of this is really, you know, a family thing. And I, I have just really resonated with that, that, um, that there are kids that are, are, are growing up with, well, with all of our stories. And I just, I just think that's really cool. Yeah, I agree. I think that's one of the cool things about silly is it's a way to share our lives together. Blogging does it in one way and silly does it in a totally different. And it's, a big thing that Daryl took the time to do something on the network that is so different from the entertainment-based stuff and is so much more, it's engaging, but it's more honest and it gets people involved in ways that a, a TV podcast couldn't. And so it's impressive to hear about families listening together and even doing feedback together. So that's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was just going to say that you know this this podcast has well, I, like I'll, I'll get somebody who um, who when I when I post the the blog post on Facebook and all that, and they'll say, hey, you know, I read your episode today, and you know, it sounded you know, I, I enjoyed it so on and so forth. I was like, oh no, 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 you have to go back. You have to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, reading it is 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 just not good enough because because our our voices lend the experience the. The emotion, the, um, the the everything that's that's behind it, and and I think you're so right. There's there's such a difference between the blogging and the and the and the way this format works. And uh, so I've gotten on a couple of people. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's a podcast. You have to listen. So, <laughs> so all yeah, right. One of the things I've enjoyed, of course, is hearing stories about your family. Both you and Daryl do that. Uh, when Mandy had to leave uh, this podcast a while ago, uh, that was one of the things that I missed is he hearing the stories about the kids. And I think when we hear the feedback, like when Faith's kids are, are mm -hmm. on, you know, that's always so much fun to hear the children as well. Um, and that's one of the things I've always enjoyed about this podcast is that it's so inclusive. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice. Next generation of podcasters. Yeah, train them early. Eyes up. <laughs> <laughs> very, very nice. All right, before we um, uh, before we wrap up and, and talk about what we've learned, um, I just want to take a minute uh, to say how much I appreciate you, Barb, and you, Jeff, and you, Emily, uh, for your commitment to 
um, you know, making this podcast happen on a regular basis. I know, um, uh, it's, it's been, um, something that's, that we've each enjoyed for, for different reasons, which is what I really wanted to, what I wanted to get to. But, um, um, I don't know. It's just been, it's been an honor to, uh, to work with all of you. So. It's been great having you too, mm-hmm. John. Likewise. Reach over, give yourself that pat on the back as well. Okay. <laughs> Definitely. All right. <clears throat> Here's what we've learned. For me, Silly has given me the opportunity to look at life differently, especially now that I'm a co-host. I look and analyze the experiences of life for teachable moments. I don't think I did that very well before. It's been great sharing Silly with my family and friends, and, and I know for certain that there are new folks in the Facebook group that are there because I introduced the podcast to them. So I want to say thank you to Daryl for giving me the opportunity to share in this amazing community. I hope you look back on this labor of love as just that, because it has brought so much to so many. For me, my Friday forum entries, along with other feedback, like I said, helped get me the co-host gig at GSM. But more than that, it really introduced me to new friends like Emily, Barb, and John, just to name a few. After years of blogging, Silly challenged me to grow in my writing and sharing. Writing a silly podcast is not, is so different than doing a blog post. You're forced to think about things and how they are communicated, but it gets you to think about how your message will be received by the people in the community. I'm so grateful to Daryl for seeing the stories that we all have inside of us and calling us out to share. I've always enjoyed listening to stuff I learned yesterday on the way to work each morning because it reminded me daily of our humanness and our need for each other. It can be very easy to forget that you're not alone as you go through the joys and sorrows of life. And this podcast reminds us that we are a community of people that care for each other. My hope is that if my episodes touch even one person, then I can make a difference just as past hosts have done for me. I'm grateful that Daryl gave me this opportunity and trusted me to share stories that matter. And I am a sucker for a good story. Um, I'm a a podcast about television shows because I I don't like it when stories end. I like them to keep going. And stuff I learned yesterday has been a sequence of people sharing their stories and, and building a worldview for that person in my own head. And um, I've been listening to stuff I learned yesterday on and off since its inception. And that thing that drew me in the most, as I said, was personal stories. The experiences shared by everyone are just so unique. Uh, And I joined the cast of Silly at a very pivotal time in my life. And the draw for me was an opportunity to stay present and alert in the midst of my grief, but also to provide a worldview, just as I had been receiving from Daryl and John and Barb and Jeff and the rotating cast of the podcast. It has been a sincere honor to be part of this adventure. I'm Barb Rankin. I'm Jeff Gentry. I'm Emily O'Leary. And I'm John McGrail, signing off for the last time for Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Follow Golden Spiral Media on Twitter at GSM Podcasts and Facebook.com slash Golden Spiral Media. To subscribe to Stuff I Learned Yesterday, visit goldenspiralmedia.com slash subscribe. If you'd like to join our popular Facebook group, go to facebook.com slash groups slash stuff I learned yesterday. If you've enjoyed this episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, 
I'd be grateful if you'd leave a review in iTunes by going to goldenspiralmedia.com slash iTunes.